the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for the Your Personal Bank Show with Ferret's Tove, financial literacy educator and speaker, entrepreneur, and chairman of the board of a bank in formation. Take charge of your financial future with Your Personal Bank. Now here's Ferret's Tove. Welcome to the Your Personal Bank Show. Well, there's so many things to discuss, but I think what I really want to focus on today is a little positive news. Because if you listen to my last show, unfortunately, I had to share a lot of really negative economic news. And I don't like discouraging people, but when all the indicators are pointing to negative, I mean, not good, we're likely headed into recession if we're not already there. Uh, I think we'll get the official announcement pretty soon. How long this is going to last and how bad it's going to be certainly is up to debate. There's no, we won't know until actually there. But again, the root causes of this economic hurricane that we're dealing with, the high inflation, the high interest rates, or the increasing interest rate environment, I should say, all these things are caused by two primary causes. And those happen to be the federal government spending too much money. And so far, they're not doing much to reduce that. That needs to happen. Otherwise, we're going to have higher than average inflation. We're paying the piper of spending far too much money. And then two, increasing um, energy production and th- therefore causing the, the, the cost of energy to drop where you know energy, unlike almost anything else, affects just about everything for inflation. So these calls that I'm seeing uh, that are what I would consider overly optimistic. In other words, you know, how long will inflation last? Will it be over, you know, 2023, I think is overly optimistic because until we start seeing a significant changes in government spending, reduction of government spending and increase of energy production, then things will start to change. Inflation, by the way, it will start to go the other way. But again, it doesn't happen overnight. It'll still take some time, probably six to 12 months from then for it to get resolve itself, so to speak, at least. So there's no change so far that we've seen from current policies. They've dug their heels in. Many, many people have asked why. Why in the world? It just makes no logical sense until you start to understand, follow the money. It's not about the country, folks. It's about their own personal pocketbooks. And probably the best example I can give you recently is our energy secretary, Granholm, just recently exercised 1.6 million in stock options with an electric vehicle technology firm. When gas hit five bucks a gallon, an all-time high, she exercised her stock options in her electric vehicle. And if you listen to any of her interviews, 
she just almost it's it's like she works for the company and is a shill. She's like the buy electric, buy electric cars, buy electric, buy. It's almost that's all she ever talks about. It's because it's lining her pocketbook. And folks, whether it's John Kerry or Biden or any of these other people that, that are happen to currently be in charge, I think we've got a level, institutional level of corruption. That's really what it is. Now, what she's doing is not particularly illegal, but let's just put it this way, conflict of interest. These people are supposed to be serving the public good, civil servants, all that kind of stuff. And from everything that I can see, they're just doing exactly the opposite, okay? And that's the sad part. That's a sad state of affairs. We need to get some quality people in office and in charge, clean this, drain the swamp, no question, absolutely, reduce the bureaucracy, reduce the power, reduce the spending, and then the average American will start to see improved economic situation. Otherwise, they're just going to eat away at our income, our savings, our retirement, and it'll be not not impossible but really difficult to get ahead, so to speak, in this war, in this country. It'll be really difficult to put some money away for the future to retire, much less try to pass on anything to your heirs. Okay, so these things are, it's, it's gotten much, much more difficult with high inflation and with the stock market dropping and most asset classes dropping, it's gotten way more difficult. This is why I share this concept of your personal bank, because it is one of the few bright spots right now that you can put some money and actually do all right. You can get dividends. Right now, like I said, they're 575, but they're climbing. They're going up because the interest rate environment's going up. We will see higher dividends as we go forward. That's just that's a historical fact. Okay? These are highly interest rate sensitive assets. So seriously consider putting some money into a personal bank policy to get dividends because we're on the upswing. And that doesn't look like that's going to change anytime in the near future. Okay? We can then access the funds from a bank line of credit or from the policy itself. Right now, the borrowing rates are 3 to 4%. But we have, you set up one of the newer policies this in 2022, they have a borrowing rate of 4%, which means your borrowing cost ceiling is 4%. So anything you earn above that, like I said, it's right now 575 and on the increase, you're looking at at least, worst case scenario, 175 positive arbitrage, and very likely as we go forward next year and beyond, even more so. These are, these are going to be some of the lowest cost places to access funds literally anywhere in the very near future because of, of the Federal Reserve and the way they're raising rates. So again, it's one of the big questions I get about the personal bank concept is like, okay, I get putting the money in the policy to maximize cash dividends, minimize the death benefit, all that stuff we talk about many, many, many times on this show. And if you missed it or you don't follow all this, go to yourpersonalbank.com. You can listen to this or any of the previously recorded shows. There's over two years, I think it's still three years of shows there, tons of content. Each has its own topic. Listen to any of them anytime you want, um, any of them that interest you. So there's lots and lots of information. And then if you want more information, you want to contact me. And yes, you can contact me. It's toll-free, 
888-888-4422 or yourpersonalbank.com. I will get your message and get back with you. I'll be happy to talk to you, answer any of your questions. All I ask is do a little bit, you know, learn from the show, listen to some of the shows. I'll send you additional information. I'm not going to hard pressure anyone or anything like that. I'm as busy as I've ever been in my career. The economy is, you know, all that's going on is obvious reasons. I've always been busy, been blessed that way, but more so than ever. My point is, check this out as an alternative, as a diversification strategy, as a way to reduce taxes, reduce market risk, create an, uh, invest in an asset that's growing, has some safety built in. You can get positive arbitrage. You can earn interest even on money you spend. Okay. You can have a borrowing ceiling of 4%. And folks, I'm going to tell you soon, that's going to look really, really good. It's going to look really good as the Fed continues to raise rates. So I recommend getting this, get locking in while you can. Um, I don't see it changing anytime soon, fortunately, but I recommend looking into this while it's still available. Okay. And, uh, that's important. That's an important piece too. Um, so if you have one of the older policies, you might want to consider getting another one, a newer one, okay, to again, lower your borrowing rate. The newer products have the lower borrowing rate of 4%. Now, if you don't have additional monies to be able to say fund one of these newer ones, but you have done one before, I can, I can also show you how to safely leverage bank money and now there's no out-of-pocket on your part to build one of these newer ones and fund it to, again, overall lower your borrowing rate. So if you want to learn how to safely leverage, it's really quite simple, okay? And you can do that by accessing funds from your existing policy to fund the next one, if you are so inclined, and get the lower borrowing rate. Now, why would banks do that? Or why would the insurance companies do that? Okay, why would they allow you to do that? Well, understand something. In tougher economic environment, banks and insurance companies, like everyone else, are fleeing to safety too. They're looking for a safer place to invest their money. Okay, when it comes to the insurance company, if you borrow, if you borrow directly from the company because bank rates get, get too high, like I said, we have a 4% rate, okay, that there's no, no indication of changing any time in the near future. It's been set. So it looks like it's going to be that way for quite some time. And companies, insurance companies very, very rarely change those. So that's a good thing. They really don't like changing those. They'll change the dividend rates because those are highly interest rate sensitive and they're on the upswing because as the Fed increases interest rates, dividends tend to go up. Six, eight percent is the norm, by the way. Okay. Historically, in a normal interest rate environment. But the borrowing rates, they like to set them and leave them there. And they very, very, very rarely change. Like I said, we got a 4% borrowing rate. So that's your sort of your borrowing, that's your borrowing cost ceiling. Okay. My point is simple. If you want to access, why would they do that? Okay. It's the safest place. Let's use an example. Let's say an insurance company is paying you 6% dividend. And then you decide to access funds directly from the policy. Let's say they charge you 4%, like we said. <clears throat> You're still making 2% on your money. And maybe you took that money and you invested it in something else. Maybe you paid off some bills, whatever, right? 
but you're still making some interest on money you spent. So that's a, that's a net positive to you. That's a, a very good benefit because you need your money to work for you more, especially in a higher interest rate environment or higher inflation environment, I should say. But why would the insurance company do that? Well, instead of paying you six, now all they have to do is pay you two, right? Can they make profit on that? Absolutely. And the cash is with them. It's fully collateralized, fully leveraged. They have access to the funds. It's there. It's it's the safest, you know, the safest th borrow thing that they can do that they can invest in in their own people. Why would a bank do it? Why would a bank offer lending against these? Again, same reason. FDIC considers this tier one capital, which is the safest collateral capital a bank can uh, invest in, loan against, I should say. So. Again, a flight to safety, it's fully collateralized, it's cash, it's available, it's there, it's guaranteed by the insurance company. So it's considered the safest thing that a bank can invest in, in terms of, or lend against, I should say. So again, they're improving their portfolio also, the bank is, strengthening their portfolio, flying to safety. So the availability of these kinds of money is, doesn't constrain, it actually gets better more available, it's always available, but it even increases during tougher economic times. Contact me at toll-free 866-268-4422 or yourpersonalbank.com for more information. Again, that's 866-268-4422. For more information on your personal bank, feel free to contact Ference at yourpersonalbank.com. Back to the Your Personal Bank Show with Ference Toth. Welcome back to the Your Personal Bank Show. In the first segment, I was sharing really about how this increasing interest rate environment, where the Fed is aggressively increasing interest rates, is actually beneficial for the personal bank concept. Look, there's no question it's detrimental to the stock market, real estate market, cryptocurrency. Got, we're even seeing precious metals not do well. Okay, so all these other asset classes, when you're going into a recession or going into a tough economic environment like we're seeing, are struggling. And rightly so. It's to be expected. I mean, this is that's not that's no big secret. What does thrive in this type of environment? Well, the reality is interest rate sensitive assets do. And your personal bank is one of those. Look, it's it does well always. Okay, it's done well through every economic environment for the last. Well, I've got companies been doing this for over 150 years. Okay, never miss a dividend since literally before the Civil War. Pay dividends out every single year. Great Depression, World Wars, Civil Wars, 9/11. Okay, 0809, Great Recession. You name it, doesn't matter. They're well positioned to continue to do so. They got billions in cash reserves, A plus rated. We have there's no concern about them continuing to do that if you're among among the best companies. They've always done it. They will continue to do it, and they're well positioned to do so. And with the increasing interest rate environment, their profitability has, has goes up. In fact, one of the CFOs just a few months ago told told I was at a conference and he stated, at, "Look at the beginning of 2022." We were buying bonds and getting 2% profit on those. As soon as the Fed announced 
They were going to raise rates. They hadn't raised them yet. They just announced they were going to raise rates. They started getting 4% on their bonds. In other words, they doubled their profitability just on the announcement. Now, it's a lot higher than that now because the Fed has raised rates three times already recently and has stated they're going to continue going forward. Okay? So the profitability for these companies is on the upswing in a dramatic way. And they're already well capitalized in great position with tons of cash reserves. There is no concern whatsoever about these, these companies paying their dividends. In fact, there's every expectation. They're all saying the same thing. Dividends are going up. We're going to be able to pay more. We've got more profitability. These investments are going to get better and better as we go forward. So that's a bright spot. Dividends are going up. And what's the smart thing to do? Buy low, sell high, right? We've been at a generational low on interest rates. In fact, the lowest interest rate environment in the history of our country is the last 250 years, folks. And we're on the upswing rapidly. So, and then the borrowing costs, a lot of people are like, what about that? Like I said, talked about in the last segment, you know, we got a borrowing ceiling. We, with the policy, we can borrow 4% with the new ones. So if you don't have one of those, contact me, 866-268-4422 or yourpersonalbank.com, and we can lower your borrowing costs. I mean, 4% is going to look really good really soon, folks, okay? And if you're making 6 or 7% on your money and you can access it at 4 you're keeping the difference. That's even better. Now your money's still working for you even after you spend it or reinvest it elsewhere. So this has all been really good. If you've been listening to me the last three or four years on the radio, it's been really good. Guess what? It's getting better and better, especially as interest rates go up. And frankly, other assets are struggling. Now, a lot of people are asking me this question too. All right, that's great. I can put the money in there. I'm making five, six percent, five, seven, five, six percent dividends now. I understand they're going to be higher in the future, most likely. But I want to do, I want to do something more now. Is there something I can do where I can invest, have some reasonable expectation of not losing too much, and get a decent return? Well, folks, there is one option I'm aware of. Now, there's some limitations, understand, but that one option happens to be inflation bonds and you can go to yourself this is not there's no i don't get any benefit from this there's no fees you don't have to pay anybody for this you go directly to treasurydirect.gov you're going directly to the treasury department department of the u.s government you're buying u.s government bonds they're called inflation bonds you'll see a banner when you go to treasurydirect.gov right on the top the bonds are currently paying 9.62 percent and we'll continue that through October of 2022. They will pay you that rate for the following six months of whenever you purchase the bonds. They set the rate twice a year, so you'll know what the rate is the next six months. There's no indication, none whatsoever, that inflation is going to be much different, much lower six months from now. So I think it's a pretty safe bet in the next year or so you're going to get or more a, a really good return on your money. Right now it's 9.62%. You have to hold them for a year, okay? If you if you uh, cash out your bond anytime in the first five years, you lose three months interest. Not too bad. So if interest rates, inflation rates, I should say, if inflation starts to drop dramatically some point down the road, I don't see that right now. It might happen maybe in a couple of years, two, three years, maybe longer. 
We'll see. History doesn't repeat itself, but it rhymes, as Mark Twain says. And if you look at the 1970s, it took years, okay, for inflation to really shake out of the system. And again, we are seeing no signs of the root causes of our inflation. Anything changing. The two root causes, government spending too much money and restricting energy production. Those two things have to change for inflation to significantly change and go down, okay? Until you see those two things happen, we're going to have higher than average inflation. These bonds will pay, should pay a nice interest rate to you. And they're about as safe as it gets. It's a U.S. government bond, all right? <laughs> Devil's advocate, I'll just throw this out there. Some people say, well, I don't trust the government. Look, neither do I. I mean, I, if you listen to the show any, time, any period of time, I'm not a fan of the government. But let's put it this way. If the U.S. government bond goes down, if these personal bank policies go down, your money ain't worth nothing anyway anywhere else. These are like the last places that money's going to be, um, these, these things would fail, okay? So we're, we're in a heck of a lot more world of hurt and a lot of other areas far before these things go down the down the tubes. And I'm just, I'm not that pessimistic. Our country, yes, we're in tough economic times. This next year is going to be really tough, in my opinion, for a lot of people. And probably pretty difficult for the next two, three years at least. But folks, we've been through worse. You know, um, the Great Recession wasn't a cakewalk. Most of us remember that one. You know, we've had world wars. We've had a Great Depression. We came out stronger. We've even had a civil war. I think any of those, maybe not the Great Recession. This could, this one could be as bad as that or worse. We will see. But I don't believe we're going to see uh, a Great a Great Depression or a civil war. I could be wrong. But I don't see those, in the, those things in the cards, at least not at this point. So in the meantime, unless things get really, really bad, treasurydirect.gov, get an I-bond, you know, put your money in there for a year or so. If you keep it there five years, you get all the interest, and then you can cash it out. You can keep it there for 30 years if you want, okay? And if you use the personal bank concept, put the funds in the policy, access to the bank line, and then purchase the inflation bond, you can increase the return from 9.6% to something like 11.6% or so. Darn good return on your money. Contact me at 866-268-4422 or yourpersonalbank.com for more information. Stay tuned in the next segment. Don't miss it. We're going to cover some more good stuff. For more information on your personal bank, feel free to contact Ference at yourpersonalbank.com. Back to the Your Personal Bank Show with Ference Toth. Welcome back to Your Personal Bank Show. One quick thing that I, I just ran out of time, a hard break. I was talking about the inflation bonds you can get through treasurydirect.gov. They're paying 9.62% right now for the next six months. If you purchase any time between now and October of 2022, they set the rate twice a year. Uh, you have to hold them for a year. And if you uh, cash them out any time in the first five years, you lose three months interest. You can keep them up to 30 years, okay? My point is the only, so I think it's a good place to put your money and especially that safely put your money and get a decent return. And if you use a personal bank concept, put it in the policy, access to the bank line, and then purchase the inflation bonds, you can, because of the positive arbitrage you pick up now, you can be looking at good solid double digit returns 
uh, many times 11, even 12% combined, okay? Now the limitation, this is the part I, I ran out of time on, you can only do $10,000 per person per year in your household, okay? So if you're a family of four, you can do $40,000, okay, per year. Uh, for some people, that's plenty. For others, you know, not a whole lot. What do you do if you have more than that that you want to invest, okay? Well, my best advice right now that I've been sharing with anybody, not, you know, I'm not telling people, you know, what to invest their money in or where they can put their money in, but I'm getting this question all the time. Where do you see a place where you can put money? What are you doing, parents? Well, I can tell you I'm putting my money in a personal bank and I bought some, uh, you know, treasury, uh, I, I bonds, okay, for me and my family. The rest, waiting. And why I say that? Well, we're in some tough economic situation going forward, right? There's no secret. Inflation is 40 years highs. Interest rates are climbing rapidly as the Federal Reserve is increasing rates, okay? We have an energy crisis. Okay, those are all facts. No one can argue. Those are tough economic environment for most asset classes. Again, your personal bank and these uh, inflation bonds are rare bright spots okay which is great but what do i what do i do with the rest waiting for opportunity in other words i studied wealth a lot for the last 20 something years i've worked with many many clients many who be, who became very wealthy okay by being smart with and financially savvy with their money and one of the things that a consistent thread that i have noticed from people who have become successful is they have patience and they wait for it. When they see opportunities, they save their money. They're savers many times. They invest too, but they don't just invest willy-nilly, okay? Pouring good money after bad, that doesn't make a lot of sense for a lot of people. In other words, wait for an opportunity. When you see that you feel like this is a good price for whatever this may be, whether it's a stock or whether it's a piece of real estate or cryptocurrency or whatever that may be, precious metals, I, I, I don't care. Again, I'm agnostic to these things, but we all know you can look at a chart, you can look at historicals, you can see, you know, what is, a, you know, something's dropped to a certain price and it's a good company or it's a good property or it's a good, you know, it, there's opportunities that are going to present themselves. And if you have the cash available, readily available, without penalties, without taxes, like with the personal bank, you can pull the trigger and take advantage of these opportunities when they present themselves. And because, I'm going to say this, because the economy is deteriorating so fast, the interest rates, are, the inflation has gone up like crazy, 40-year highs. Uh, all-time record gas prices, interest rates are climbing, the, the, the Federal Reserve is in, increasing interest rates faster than at any point in their history. We're going to see uh, quick movements in terms of deterioration of our economic situation. I just don't think this is a good time to be buying a whole lot of things right now, much in the way of assets. Again, interest rate sensitive assets and inflation assets are the exception. That's why I recommend personal bank right now, because you can you can pile cash and earn some interest on it, 
and wait and have it highly liquid and ready to go. And, um, and inflation bonds are a good way to go. You can only put so much in, but it's a good place to, you know, 9.6%. That's not bad right now. Was, you know, backed by the U.S. government, so it's got a lot of safety involved. My point is, I think it's a really good time to bide your time and just wait. And, uh, you know, wait for the opportunity. So if there are things that you like, if you're a stock market investor or you're a real estate investor or you are into cryptocurrencies or whatever it is you're into, but maybe all of the above. Or you have a business or something that you have your eye on or type of business maybe you want to buy. I just think this is not a good time to buy those things. This is a good time to wait and see because you're probably going to have a better opportunity in the relatively near future. Let's say within the next year. Contact me at toll-free 866-268-4422 or yourpersonalbank.com for more information. For more information on your personal bank, feel free to contact Ference at yourpersonalbank.com. Back to the Your Personal Bank Show with Ference Toth. Welcome back to Your Personal Bank Show. I think if you caught the gist of what I was sharing in the last segment was outside of a personal bank, which is interest rate sensitive in terms of where should I put my money right now, that's increasing, highly interest rate sensitive, has guarantees, okay, it's on the upswing. You can get positive arbitrage because you can keep your borrowing costs at Four percent with the new product. So if you don't have one of those, contact me at toll free eight six six two six eight four four two two, or yourpersonalbank.com. If you have one already, we can show you how to safely leverage the funds from that using bank money to fund one of the new ones to lower your borrowing costs. And again, that's a good move because four percent borrowing costs is going to look really attractive in the near future as the Federal Reserve keeps raising interest rates. I mean, a 30-year fixed mortgage is already around 6% for somebody with good good credit, okay? So that gives you an idea of where we're at already, and the Fed is going to raise rates again in the future aggressively. That's what they're telling us. I, I believe them, okay? So the thing I want to share here is, outside of, like I said, you know, looking at those, those things. Oh, that was one other thing. I almost forgot. What if you have some debt? Let's touch on that a minute. If there was ever a time to reduce debt, particularly if it's higher interest debt, if you have some really low interest debt, fine, keep it. That, I mean, you have no problems paying it, like a low interest mortgage, for example. A lot of people have those. That makes sense to keep because that's really low interest rate. You can't get those anymore, okay? Um, but if you've got anything that's, say, over 5% or so, I would seriously look at considering reducing that or eliminating that debt. I can show you how to do that and accelerate it through your personal bank, by the way, because you can either take some money, and I always say this, really simple. You can always take some money and pay off the debt or pay down the debt, right? The, you know, higher interest rate debt. Or you can put it in the personal bank policy, earn some dividends, access to the bank line, pick up some positive arbitrage and pay off the debt. You know, if you're just picking up 2%, let's say 2 to 3% positive arbitrage, you reduce the cost of the debt by that 2 or 3%. But the key is you're still earning interest on the money you paid off. Because here's the key point. This is a key financial literacy point I make with folks all the time. Look, if you take 
a thousand dollars or ten grand or a hundred grand, whatever. I don't care. You pay off a debt. You get rid of the debt. That's that's all well and good. By the way, it applies to purchasing an item too, by the way. But the problem is when you pay off that debt or purchase that item, or use it applies for investing too, by the way. When you trade those dollars for that asset or for that item or get rid of that debt, do those dollars ever work for you in the future again? In other words, do you ever earn any interest from those that money ever again? And the answer is no. You traded those dollars to invest in something, buy an asset, or buy you know buy an asset or buy an item like a car or whatever, or pay off debt. But those dollars, that money stops working for you, doesn't it? Well, this is where the middle class and the wealthy start separating themselves from financial literacy. All right. Why not put in a personal bank policy during dividends, access to the bank line or the policy itself at 4% if rates go up from where they are now, and pay off the debt, purchase the item, or invest in the asset, and pick up the extra 2 or 3% return on that money you used to, to purchase that asset or item or pay off that debt. In other words, that money you traded or gave away to do that is still working for you. At least you're still earning some interest on it, which means you're going to have more money in your pocket doing that than not doing that, right? Because if you do it, if you buy the item or buy the asset or pay off the debt, the dollars are gone forever, period. That's pretty obvious. But if you're earning some interest, at least you got more money in your pocket, period. It's math. There's no, not, maybe there's more money in your pocket or you might, some, no, there's more money in your pocket because you got positive arbitrage. It's that simple. If you get a dollar of positive arbitrage, on those of that money, it's an extra dollar you wouldn't have had otherwise. It's that simple, and it's usually around two or three percent a year. And if you're talking about, you know, doing that, say with a lot of your expenses throughout a year, what if you did that in everything you you spent throughout a year, household spent in a year? What if you spent fifty grand a year or a hundred grand a year, which is the norm for typical families these days, especially with inflation? All right. That's the basics, folks. That's normal. That's not high-end stuff. You take a family of four, it, and you, <laughs> it costs money to live these days without being too extravagant. My point is, what if you're picking up interest, two or three percent interest on fifty grand a year or a hundred grand a year? That might be two. That might be a grand or two a year. It may not sound like much. Compound that over a decade, or two, or three. And if you don't understand anything about compound interest, Working in your favor, it ends up being a lot more money than if you didn't do this. Every day you don't do it is every day you lose out on that compound interest. It's just that simple, okay? And again, with higher inflation, you've got to have your money work for you more. It's it's the only you, you don't have another option. You got to make you have to have your money work for you better than it even more than it used to. Last few things I want to share here is I've shared this so many times, and I mean I hate always I hate to almost have to bring it up anymore because it's gotten so incredibly obvious that our current administration is just completely out to lunch when it comes to what's good for the American people. I saw a study recently, so this may be a little encouraging for some folks that eighty seven percent of Americans just want our country to work again like it used to. And what they mean by that is they want gas prices and food prices go back to normal levels. 
That's not complicated, is it? Now, folks, that's 87%. That's basically everyone. So if you're feeling frustrated about the lack of representation that we have as a country, join the club. You're with all of us. And the only redeeming things, there was another time in our country's history, and it was called taxation without representation. Our founding fathers had a revolutionary war because they had a dictator, a king, which is a dictator in fancy robes, dictating policy and not listening to what the people wanted. Folks, how is what's going on right now any different? And the reality is, it's not. I've shared this several times now, but again, a perfect example. I, I firmly believe this is going on everywhere, left and right, in our current uh, class of folks who are in charge, so to speak. Um, you know, our current uh, energy secretary, she just... Uh, cashed in, you know, when gas hit five bucks a gallon, you know, Jennifer Granholm exercised 1.6 million in stock options she had with an electric vehicle technology firm. And if you've listened to her anything, anytime she's ever talked, what does she talk about? Constantly. She's like, it's, she's like a one, she's like a one note band. She just hits one note over and over and over again. It's, Buy electric cars, buy electric cars, buy electric cars. That's all you ever hear her talk about. Why? She's lining her own pocket, folks. She's bought into this financially. And I believe that is rampant in Washington right now with the current folks that are in charge. That is why they're so dead set, stubborn, stubbornly refusing to make any change to energy policy, for example. That would benefit America, the American people or this country because personally, they're benefiting from what's going on financially. They're lining their own pockets. I always say, you understand how something works? Follow the money, right? It's really that simple. But there's some good news also that I want to discuss. It, it deals with, you know, the, again, what I was saying, taxation without representation. I want to finish on that thought. You know, that led to a revolutionary war, didn't it? And then we got our constitution and our current form of government and the freedoms that we enjoy today it came from all of that, okay? The reason I don't see that happening going forward is it's the brilliance of our founding fathers and the system they did put in place. They foresaw situations where we would have dictatorship type of people or people that would want to try to grab too much power or not listen to the American people or benefit this country in any way but themselves. They foresaw that, okay? This is not new. That's why we have an electoral system. And so what, I, what I'm getting at is the, the uh, this is like a pressure cooker, right? It's building up, building up, frustration, frustration is building up. But there's, there's, a, there's a mechanism to let off steam. And guess what? That's coming up in November. The American people get to vote. And I believe, I still have firm faith in the majority of Americans, not all, but the majority, and that's all it takes, that they are fed up. The polls represent that heavily, okay? 
They're, they don't want to live this way. They don't want people in charge to just disregard our way of life, disregard the economic devastation that's occurring through inflation. They, they're not representing us in any shape or form or manner, okay? They're just looking out for themselves in their own pockets. And guess what, folks? We get to vote them out and send them a message because <clears throat> there's one thing that, uh, and Thomas Sola, I think, probably said it best, but there's really, uh, it's two things that you can count on with a politician. Two priorities. And the one is they want to get elected. And then prior, priority number two is they want to get reelected. And every other priority falls in a distant third. So when their reelection or their election or reelection is threatened, that's when they listen. Now, that's what's ironic about this current situation, what's so unusual about it. You have, uh, I guess, what they basically realized in the Biden administration is they're toast. They're, they, they're, their time is limited. They're going to be gone. They've gone down this path so far, and they keep doubling down. They, they just stubbornly refuse to pivot or change or make any adjustments. So I think they basically come, they, they, they're basically like that movie Thelma and Louise. They're, man, they're going over the canyon. There's no going back. Damn the torpedoes. They're going full steam ahead. They're going to, comp, they're going to go as, accomplish as much devastation, in my opinion, as possible before they get blown out. And, you know, I guess that's a way to go. And if you're a fanatic, that's, that's an approach you can take. But again, no matter what they do or how much damage they do, I do not believe that I believe our country and the majority of the people in this country are resilient enough to overcome it, turn it around, and we come out on the other side stronger as a result. Now I'll give you a quick example. The you know, remember the, the sort of the main the first real rebellion, so to speak, from the American people was the teachers and the and the parents being called terrorists by you know by the teachers unions and by the National School Board Association the FBI when they were complaining about what was being taught to their kids in public schools well across the country parents have been running for school boards and taking over schools and things like that and that is encouraging and so over half now of the states have have resigned or are no longer part of the National School Board Association. They've withdrawn from it. It's those kinds of things. It's just great because it's taking away the power of the National School Board Association. They've lost half their members. They're probably going to lose some more. And that's where we, as the people, have the power to make a difference. I think they've wakened the sleeping giant, just like we saw in Pearl Harbor. And we are in for a generational change. That is my hope and prayer, and I firmly believe that'll happen. To navigate this in the meantime, contact me at toll-free 866-268-4422 or yourpersonalbank.com. And as long as it's still on our money, in God we trust. For more information on your personal bank, feel free to contact Ference at yourpersonalbank.com. 
This show is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information. The presenter and guest on this program do not engage in legal, accounting, or tax advice. Professional advice regarding your situation should be sought if required. Products and writers may have limitations and may not be available in all states. Excessive unpaid loans may affect performance. Distributions may become taxable if not managed properly. Replacements may not be suitable for everyone. There may be charges when replacing coverage. Compare when considering a replacement. Dividend rates and bank line of credit rates may change. Contact yourpersonalbank.com for current rates. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.